Welcome to the Mental Master Training Podcast, the ultimate mind, body, and spirit training program for elite athletes. Why be an average player when you can train to be a consistent and elite playmaker? Owned by certified sports psychology coach David Angeron. As a former two-sport college athlete and former professional baseball coach, he is dedicated to helping athletes play with more consistency and reach their full athletic potential. Now, grab your pen and notebook and sit back and enjoy this episode of Mental Master Training. Hello, fellow athletes, parents, coaches, and business professionals. Welcome to the Mental Master Training Podcast, where all content is created, produced, and copywritten by certified sports psychology coach David Angeron and the Mental Master Training staff. I'm Dave, the voice of Mental Master Training, and wishing you a healthy body and mind. To reach you in a profound way, this podcast is divided into three levels of learning. The aim is to fortify you from each section. The three sections of this podcast will include, one, theoretical part. This includes a discussion about the benefits of having smarter goals to become the best athlete or performer possible. Two, psychological part. This includes a discussion about having a plan and developing the mental ability to reach your full potential and improve your ability from good to great. Three, spiritual part. This includes a discussion about God's plan in case your plan goes awry. So, let's begin. It starts with a question. What is the most basic thing that you set for yourself in order to become an elite athlete? The answer would be a goal, an achievable goal, right? There is a difference between what you get by achieving your goal and what you become by achieving your goal. Let's find the answer one by one. It's like a dance. You must consider right where to place your feet, step by step. According to Coach David Angeron, the author of the book, The Mental Training Guide for Elite Athletes, on which this podcast is largely based, he says, a goal is anything you want to work toward, an accomplishment that will mean something to you. By having a goal, you have a sense of purpose, a sense of direction where you are heading. It ignites motivation and desire, builds self-confidence that sustains you during slumps, and helps you move past them. He asks you to just dream. Then, break those dreams into manageable steps. He goes on to explain that not having goals is like playing a game without keeping score. You can't tell if you're winning or losing. And there's a lack of purpose to it all. Without goals, soon you will get bored, give up, and move on to something else. Why are taking small steps the way to smarter goals? Because they are measurable so that you know when you have accomplished them. They bring positivity. You stick to them despite the challenge of taking another step. Can't you see? They're pushing you to do better instead of keeping you at the same level. Step by step, you inch closer to your dream. But what happens when life derails your plans if you can't meet a goal due to an injury? It's okay to change them up when you need to. Remember, there are no little goals. Everything means something and is a part of the larger goal and an outcome. Submit yourself to the game. Respect it. You want an example of submission? Hall of Fame. Carl Ustrimsky once said he used the offseason to prepare himself mentally. Carl said, I hated to do weights. I hated to run, but I did them. I swung a lead bat and hit balls 300 to 400 a day into a net for one reason. To toughen myself mentally. Yes. Mentally? Why would you do that? 
Your mindset and mental goals will help you feel excited about getting out of bed every morning, wanting to do those push-ups, and getting yourself to do 75 reps a morning. Training your mind to do that. Your body will follow. Practice meditation for 20 minutes at least three times a week and focus on the process, not the outcomes. So, what are SMARTER goals? The acronym stands for Specific, Measurable, Action, Realistic, Time, Evaluate, Reward. The first step is be specific. What are the steps you'll need to achieve this goal? What do you want to accomplish? When do you want to achieve this goal? Why do you want to achieve this goal? Now, break it into measurable goals. What are the steps you'll need to take to achieve this goal? What can you do tomorrow to achieve this goal? How do you know if you have reached your goal? What is your indicator of progress? Are there more points to ponder? Yes. The next one is action. What steps will you take to achieve your goal? Two, how realistic are you in assessing yourself? Is the goal realistic and within your reach? Is the goal reachable given the time and resources? What is your commitment level? Three, then there is the timely factor. If the goal is not time-constrained, there will be no sense of urgency and, therefore, less motivation to achieve the goal. Four, evaluating yourself is very critical. Can you connect yourself with two trusted people and share your goals with them? They will help hold you accountable. Do check in with your teammates. Five, last but not least, at the end of the spectrum lies the reward factor. Here, you will understand the difference between what you get by achieving your goal and what you become by achieving your goal. What is more important? Let's dig deeper. Welcome to the second part of the learning level. And it begs a question, do you have a plan and mental resilience to complete your measurable goals? You will say, yes, everyone has goals, but not everyone has follow-through. Many of Coach David Andron's clients have goals of playing college or professional sports. They set the goal for themselves, but really don't have a plan on how to follow through to reach their goal. That's where David and the certified staff at Mental Master Training comes into play. Their goal is to help as many athletes, performers, business professionals, and parents fulfill their goals and reach their full potential. Let's dig in a little deeper. You have a plan. You have set challenging goals for yourself. You have planned to take the feedback of your teammates and your coach regularly. You have planned to measure yourself from a distance and see how many steps you have taken so far. Above all, you have the clarity to implement your plan. What about the mental resilience? Wouldn't you feel weary moving from one small step to another small step? What shall motivate you? This calls for a quick study of the human mind. The mechanistic theory views humans as passive and driven by psychological needs. The cognitive theory views humans as active and initiating action through how he interprets achievement, where achievement may have personal or social value and hold meaning for the person. Athletes may give meaning to their achievement behavior through the goals they adopt. In psychological terms, goals are distinguished largely on how competence is defined. From this perspective, competence could be defined in referential terms. Like, how well did you perform in relation to how well it could possibly be performed? Or in self-referential terms, like, how well did you perform this task in relation to your previous performances? Or in normative terms, like, how well did you perform this task in relation to others?
So, task-oriented athletes tend to interpret competence based on self-referenced criteria and are primarily concerned with the mastery of the task. And the ego-oriented athletes are inclined to use the least amount of effort to realize the goal of the action. Task orientation has been linked to the view that an important purpose of mental training is to enhance learning and understanding of the world and to foster a commitment to society. On the other hand, ego orientation has been associated with the belief that the purpose of sports training is to provide one with wealth and social status. Did you get the answer? The answer to your motivation? Of course, it depends on your goal. It also depends on how you mentally train yourself to achieve that goal. You take a master approach. You strive for a goal that has a larger social impact. You just don't take a performance-based approach that simply pads your ego. In the process, you'll find that you have a reduced anxiety level, your information processing has increased, you have become intuitive, and you have fewer health center visits. Most importantly, your dance now has harmony. You know where your next step will be. So here's a challenging question for you. What if you fumble in the process and have a mighty fall? For reasons completely independent of you. You can find your answer in the third section of this podcast. God always has a plan. He will make you understand the simple things in life when you are not content with the life you have. When you desire to live an imaginary life in the mind of others. And for this purpose, you endeavor to shine when your vision of fame is so great that you pursue every object that is attached to it. Then you fail. Listen to what God said in Jeremiah 29.11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. God brings equilibrium into your life. He has put you right in the center of nature because your senses perceive no extreme. Too much sound deafens you, too much light dazzles you, too great distance or proximity hinders your view. He has made you a part of himself by not abandoning you. When setting goals and making plans, seek God's will. Ask him for direction and pay attention to his answers. So many times people make plans based on their own wants and ego without seeking God's will. Then, when their plans fail, they turn to God praying for help. Why would God want to help you fix a plan that He was not a part of creating for you? There may even be times that you make a plan that you feel was God's plan for you and it may fail. If that is the case, it is only because He has something better in store for you. Have faith in His process. Having a relationship with God and having Him as your teammate will lead to more success and satisfaction than money training, victories, or any other materialistic goal can ever give you. Remember what is said in Proverbs 3, 5-6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make straight your paths. Now, tell me, do you think God is your perfect teammate? You will only gain in this life. Do you recognize that you are a part of something so certain and infinite for which you have given nothing? This thought should be enough to put the belief back into you. Now get started setting smarter goals, creating a plan, and continue to work hard to be the best athlete, performer, or business professional that you can be. Thank you.
See you in the third episode of this podcast series, where we shall further expand our knowledge and continue to grow your mind, body, and soul. The intention of this podcast is not only to put you in the top league of athletes, but also to help you be a better person. Don't forget to check out David Andron's new book, The Mental Training Guide for Elite Athletes, How the Mental Master Method Helps Players, Parents, and Coaches Create a Championship Mindset. For your own personal Mental Master Training Plan, download the Mental Master Performance app for free from your app store or visit mentalmastertraining.com. Until next time, have a blessed day and continue to work hard. Thank you for listening to the Mental Master Training Podcast. For more training tips or to join our online virtual training program, visit www.mentalmastertraining.com. See you next time.